Welcome to the 1905 post-match analysis, as seen by us. Um, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, this is only our third proper podcast, and we have been really appreciating the feedback that you have been sending us. Um, it has been really lovely. Uh, but just so that you know, we are not scared of a bit of constructive criticism. So throw everything at us, because we do not know how we are doing if you don't tell us. Um, we've switched things up again today in the hope that you're going to get to know us all. So without further ado, I'm Tracy, and joining in on this one is Walker and Jordan. Um, Hello. Hey, Tracy. How so are you? I'm very well. How are you? Well, thank you. Last time we did this, you were in the UK, and now you're back in the States. <laughs> yeah, a few hours ago, you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, Jordan, I just need to ask you something. Yes. What time did you have a shower tonight? <laughs> I had a shower uh, very early. <laughs> not, not like last night. If anyone didn't hear the last podcast, Jordan was going to football and was uh, like aching to get back to the match and just telling us all his schedule. I mean, he didn't tell us what he had for dinner, so that might come later. Um, I we'd get that tonight. You know? Well, I, <laughs> I, I can add that now if you want me to. Go on then, go ahead. I, I just want to, just, two, just two seconds. The schedule that I actually put up on that last podcast, it didn't even go to plan because I didn't have a shower till 10 and I had, uh, I had barbecue food and watched the whole match. Oh, um, yeah. so, it is what it is. So what... Thing, things happen and change, and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jordan, you've got a couple of facts you want to throw at us, and then we'll uh, we'll go in and obviously talk about the Brighton game last night. I, I have indeed. Um, so after the game last night, obviously, um, I found a few facts. So, um, Jorginho scored the penalty last night, and Chelsea have scored each of their past 16 penalties in the Premier League since Eden Hazard missed from the spot against Man City in 2017. Wow. Yeah, that's his um, only penalty miss for Chelsea, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and 11 uh, or 12 or something, right? Yeah, I think it was. I can't remember actually the number, but I'm damn sure he only missed one, and that was against City. Yeah, um, and uh, my second and last fact, Kurt Zuma uh, scored his second goal. Premier League goal, sorry, for Chelsea last night in his 72nd appearance. And it was his first goal since September 2015 against Arsenal. Wow. In the league, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been trying, though. He gets himself up there a lot these days, doesn't he? He does. I, I love Zuma. I think he's... I've always liked him. I've always had a soft spot. And I think Mangalossar, I reckon he's going to... Him and Zuma at one point, and hopefully Chelsea history, they'll play with against each other, not against each yeah. other, with each other. Sorry. Um, yeah, that would be amazing. I, they're both beasts, mate. They're just tanks. But um, yeah, sweet. Ah, well, thank you for that. That's actually interesting. I didn't know that about the penalties. I must admit, it has felt a long time since we've missed one, so that would make total sense. But um, I didn't realise yep. that Eden was the last one, actually. Yeah, yeah. He uses that Bruno Fernandez approach, don't you? Oh, of course he does. I mean, <laughs> fancy stealing that from a United player. Absolutely terrible scenes. <laughs> so, guys, the game, Walker. What were your general feelings? Yeah, you know, I I thought that this is was was obviously going to be a tough game. Obviously, with the limited preseason, um, 
the whole COVID situation has made it tough on everyone, shortened preseason at that, and with the likes of, of some of our rivals just coming in within, you know, having five or six days to actually train with the, the team. I think that they did pretty well. I thought Havertz showed some really good signs of uh, what we know he can do. I think that he's going to have um, a bit of a transitional period, as we would expect. Coming into the Premier League is, is tough, no matter where you're coming from. It's a very physical yeah. league, and I think that um, – We'll have a little bit of a transitional period, but I thought I thought Warner looked Werner looked really good to me. Uh, he was really quick off the ball. Obviously, uh, I was a little worried that he went down with an injury when he when he came off of the penalty with Ryan, but I thought um, that he looked really well. Reese James, absolute banger of a goal. Oh, um, nice! <laughs> just just world class strike. You know, I, I, I'm so excited to see him get the start, and I think that he's going to have a massive role. Um, a couple of things that came to mind for me was is what you know I know we had all internally discussed Aspilicueta's role this season and what we thought kind of where he would be in terms of starting and we all kind of had a different outtake on that. Um, yeah. But uh, I think that it, it kind of showed that you know Reese might be able to solidify that position more so than we think and I think with Silva coming in hopefully being fit for Liverpool uh, at least seeing some minutes that. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. Do you think that Thiago Silva will wear the armband, or do you think Jorginho will keep it if, if Aspilicueta isn't on the pitch? Oh, I don't know whether it, it is. That's a, a hard show. Yeah, I don't know whether Silva coming in and just taking the armband like that might put a few noses out of well, joint. And I don't think Frank will be about that, but we do need a leader. And uh, essentially, I think that's what we've brought him in for. Yeah, definitely. I do, th- I do think Reese James and Chilwell are going to be our starters. Yeah, I, and I actually, so I think based on what you've just said as well about um, us originally discussing about um, um, Dave and where we think his role will lie this season, I actually think that if Reese continues to grow and build on that performance, um, I don't, I don't think Dave gets a look in at right back. Um, I feel like, and also <laughs> last night showed the versatility of James because he switched around. You went and, CDM like he did it against yeah. Wigan. And literally just effortlessly. And I think that is going to be so important for us that the versatility of our players now um, is actually going to help us and actually will make us less predictable. I think that's what Frank wanted with all these signings. I mean, if you look at them, they all are able to be versatile, to your point. You know, we have Havertz who can play out wide, who can play that cam position. We've got the likes of Pulisic, who can rotate. Werner obviously had a great season last year on the wing. So I think that at some point we'll see a potentially a lineup with, with Tammy and Werner, maybe even Giroud if he stays. The, the fact that we are able to switch around so much this season and play different formations and things to that nature is going to give us a lot, a lot of uh, a boost against teams that we might have struggled with previously, you know? Yeah, and that essentially, I mean, as we know, the last game against Brighton was New Year's Day and um, it absolutely sucked. We, it was 1-1. It wasn't the best game. Admittedly, you know, last game actually wasn't amazing, but... I was going to say the same um, thing, yeah. But the fact that, you know, we've managed to get a result there, we've walked away with all three points on the opening day of the season, as you rightly said, Walker, with very little, uh, well, one preseason game. And in, in Havertz's um, perspective, he's had like four days training. Yeah. Um, so I think everybody, yes, to a certain extent, is coming into this on a bit of a level playing field, except for the likes of Liverpool and Tottenham, who seem to have played quite a few preseason games. Um, I feel like 
us doing really good business has kind of put us on the back foot a little because that means that we have got players who are trying to find their feet. They're, they're going to have to bed in. They're brand new to the Premier League um, and it is a tough place to be sometimes. But the the, the glimmers of, of uh, positivity last night, I, I was more positive than not walking away from that. Um, I think there was a lot to be happy about and I think there's a lot that we're going to be happy about. And I mean, yeah, it was underwhelming, but I don't think we really expected it to be, you know, lighting any fires under anyone. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, it's yeah. going to take some time, like I said, and then we're missing the likes of, of several of those players who have been brought in already. So it's a work in progress, and I think that we'll just continue oh. to get better, and that's the scary part because last season or previous seasons, you know, we, we we go in there, we get a draw, or we throw away a potential extra two points with losing matches to the likes of, of West Ham and Burnley and things to that nature. And that's not a knock on those clubs. It's just the reality of it is when you are – a club at the caliber of Chelsea, we're expected to win those games. And ultimately that's the difference in the long run between, you know, first exactly. place yeah. and third place. So. Well, yeah. And, and Brighton was one of those clubs last season that we did drop points again. So to start like this with the, um, with the conditions that, that it's been yeah. under, um, I'm, I'm actually really happy. I think yeah. it's a platform to build on. I agree yeah. fully. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Havertz, um, he, he with Havertz and obviously we, I know we've got other players and stuff. He, he's good. He's twenty one years old. He's it's going to take him time to adapt to Premier League, one of the hardest leagues going, um, in terms of physicality and loads of people saying oh he's getting shrugged off and stuff last night. But he's got to, he's got to deal with it. Even Werner come out and said after he's he's never ever played come up against centre backs. Defenders as big as and as strong as people like Lewis Dunk in the Bundesliga. So even he said that on live telly last night. So, it's, and I think uh, as well with um, Havertz. Um, I mean, I mean, considering that was his first game, um, the way he chased up that pitch and was willing to stick his neck on the line to defend. Um, I actually was really impressed because he yeah. could have... His layoffs were quality. Him and Reese James yeah. at one point for like five, ten minutes, them two are just linking up and Reese James is just pinging these balls in. And that's what we want. You want you want these balls going in, mate. Yeah, Not I think a... we had those glimmers of moments from him where actually like, you're ready to dig in. And actually that's one of the vital like points of being in the Premier League is that when you're up against players like... Lewis Dunk and you're being chopped down left, right and centre. Sometimes you need that bit of grit and that bit of desire. And I felt like, although he um, potentially was a little one, I think people were expecting him to kind of hit the ground running. I I wasn't for the fact that he's had four days training. Um, he didn't get to complete his second game with Germany. So um, he was here and, and having all his business done. Um You've also got you've also got to think with Havertz, yeah. It's not just him, but to coming from a, a league that's not so physical like our league, it's not just about your game that you've got to adapt to, not the league you've got to adapt to. It's your it's your body. Your body has yeah. to adapt to it. That's you pushing yourself in the gym or stuff like that. So you know he's he is tall. He has got a bit of a lean figure. So you might notice over the next few months or so he might get bigger and stronger 
and that's when he's going to start hitting it off. And when it does, the other teams need to be beware. Yeah, and I, and I genuinely think the same, actually. I feel like there were so many positives that came from his game that actually I think he's um, he's definitely going to be someone that we could potentially end up relying on a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's he too has uh, the ability to scare a few defences. And yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that, you know, I think with a level head, everyone just needs to see that he's not been here long enough, but he still put in a shift last night. And, uh, you know, and and very few players did last night, to be honest. So I don't think he particularly looked like he he was out of place, to be fair. No, he wasn't. He definitely wasn't. He'll he'll get there. Uh, What do you think, Walker? How do you feel about Havertz? Yeah, you know, like I said, I I think it's going to take some time for him to switch over and really get to understand that not only the physicality of the Premier League, but just that on a week-in and week-out basis that any team can beat any team, which I think makes makes the Premier League what it is, is the fact that every club can can knock off even even whoever's top the league. And I don't think that you necessarily get as big of a gap in some of these other leagues like Germany or, um, you know, in France, anything to that nature. So I think it'll he'll come good. I'm, I'm very excited to see him under Lampard. I think he's going to learn a lot. I think he's going to score a lot of goals. He's a very attack-minded midfielder, always has his eye on the net. And I'm um, looking forward to seeing him kind of be versatile, play a little bit on the wing, play as that cam position and score a lot of goals for Chelsea. So, Do we, do we think that um, having Werner with him this season, is, do you think them two, are, that's going to be a good thing? They've got a little bit of camaraderie together already, obviously playing together So for Germany. So do we think that actually that's going to be a, a really good thing for them both? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. I think that they were both the driving force and the reason that each other came. They they sold into Frank's project. They understand what we're doing here at Chelsea is special um, and, and they want to have fun first and foremost. So I love that we're keeping the squad young. I think that the future is super bright. You know, we got a lot of these players for the next five years and uh, I'm excited to see what it holds. Maybe not on the pitch, but I think having Rudiger there that's been at Chelsea for a number of years now will help that settle in quite well. And obviously, you know, you've seen the all of the Instagram posts where they're all commenting on each other's stuff, all the new all the new boys and all of our young English boys. And I just think, you know, it's gonna be one big family. I don't think it's gonna be uh a split up uh dressing room and I don't think Lampard will want that either. No, and actually I think that um uh, the the way that they interact with each other on um, social media is actually really lovely for us yeah, as fans to see for sure, because for sure. we already are sort of looking at that and thinking, right, this this feels good. This feels like they are all happy. They're all having their own little banter and um, it just, it feels good. And I think you can only grow from that. And if it feels good to them, they're going to play well. And I'm, I'm hoping that this just all builds and their and their relationships grow and they become one unit and that's all for you sure. can ever ask for. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. And what about Timo Werner? I mean, I was so pleasantly surprised last night. I wasn't sure. I, considering... I can't say I expected anything less from them though. His work ethic no, is fantastic. He's unreal. His, I, his I, runs I, off the ball are unreal, mate. Like. 
and and I'll go in first hand and hold my hands up that I didn't necessarily think that he would have been the right fit if you would have talked about this a year ago. You know, I wasn't necessarily. He wanted Haaland, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, did. I can remember this. <laughs> I did, I did, yeah. Um, I still would. You know, I think he's he's an animal as well. But yeah, I think you know, that he is. what I I would say more or less that the argument was to be made that the team that we had and and before all of these personnel changes that we're making is that. Werner might not have been the best player for what we had with the, with the pieces from Conte and the pieces. No, from I agree. Though, you know? Yeah. And now that we've switched that and have catered to a lot more of the style that he plays and getting in behind the defenses, he's, you know, people can call him what they will say he's a pace merchant, whatever. But I think the biggest thing that I also saw last night, one example that comes to mind off the hand is, is, um, Werner and Barkley went together, and Barkley just held onto the ball way too long. You know, I think mm. these are things that are just going to come naturally. But he, he's a player that needs the ball in space. He's really good at cutting in off of his left foot, off of his right foot. He's he's lethal. So I'm excited to see Werner fully get uh, used to playing with everyone. Them understanding that they can play him early and really watching him run onto the ball because I think that he, you know, he has all the potential in the world to be up there with the Agueros and things of the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, big shout. I love it. I actually love that because um, I, even in our group chat last night, um, when Timo did the left foot, right foot, got himself into an angle where he was just like, I'm just going to have a go. And do you know what? I feel like it has felt like a long time since we've had someone that's just willing to have a go. And he just, he was making it look effortless at, at some time, at some points. And the way that lightning pace to get that ball that got him the penalty was yeah. just incredible. It was like a Lambo. He just went. I was, was yeah, like... got it. It's when when Loftus Cheek, um, he had the ball, and it was like basically one on. Well, there it was two on one defender. And oh, and he didn't believe it. He should have yeah, just passed it, man. It. I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted. But Werner, he come from like halfway line, and um, Loftus Cheek was in between, like. The halfway line and the box, and Werner just went boom, like road run. Yeah, it was funny as well because um, uh, we were also commenting on the fact that he uh, also got back to defend. And I think it was Ash in the chat actually said, uh, "Imagine a defense where you don't need a fifty million striker to clear the ball for you." <laughs> and That's I just hilarious. thought, literally, though, I just thought. Oh, do you know what? I feel like, you know, if he's willing to work this hard, this is going to be amazing for us. Definitely. Um, I'm really looking forward to no, seeing sorry. all of them gel and, and eventually getting to see everyone else join the squad. Because, uh, <laughs> again, I think yeah. the fact that we, we were able to go in and get three points and not have to worry about it, bar a little bit of luck, bar a little bit of, of hard work, you know, I think that, we were fortunate to get the Zuma goal in many ways. Um, yep. Yeah. Which, the, the penalty yeah. And I think goal. that flattered us. The scoreline flattered us a little bit, but, you know, we'll take it. We're not, yeah. we're, <laughs> you know, we've got no shame. Let's just have those three points and move on and build on it. I think. Um, Something I that think... also, Trace, real quick, I won't, sorry. sorry to interrupt you, but let, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about Keppa giving up another goal from outside of the 18. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> there has been so much on today, and I have to admit, I've engaged in some of it. Um, I I felt like there was some improvement in his game last I night. Would agree. I would agree with and, that. <laughs> and I feel like he did actually have. Um, he made some good saves, uh, and but I just 
there's just some fundamental um, like errors that actually it's a little bit frightening because imagine that against better opposition. I mean, Sunday we've got Salah, Mane, Firmino running at him. How is he going to deal with this? I don't. I don't know how. I don't know where his head is at at the moment. Is he feeling more confident? I mean, he shouted a couple of times, but we also then also, again, saw the defence shouting his name because he didn't look alert. And I don't know how this is going to bode for him. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. You know, it's, it's been obviously very speculated that uh, Mindy is a done deal. I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting the announcement to see what, what's going to happen. And I think maybe, if nothing else, having a player behind him to, to really push him and challenge him. Because I do think that somewhere in there is is a top-notch keeper. I mean, we saw that in his first season. I thought he was, it was for all intents and purposes, I thought he was really, really good. And his control of the yeah. ball was good. He also fit what we were trying to do at the time a little bit better. So, obviously, I encourage him as a Chelsea supporter. I'm interested to see uh, what happens with Mindy. But I would be lying to you if I would said that I wasn't concerned about it. So we'll see. Do you think, uh, I think the flip side to what you've just said as well is actually, if he's quite fragile at the moment and lacking in confidence and not 100% sure of his game at the moment, um, bringing in Mendy, is that going to be like a pressure too much? Is he going to fall apart because somebody else is actually then vying for his spot? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I think that, that that's something that will have to remain to be seen. And if he goes back to uh, what we talked about the other day and that Chelsea are a big club with big expectations. So it's, as Dean put it, fight or flight. You know, it's time to, yeah. to start to live up to some of the expectations that's come along with big contracts and big clubs. And I know that maybe a lot of that pressure has gotten to him, it seems. But you know, just as we would expect any other player at the club to do what they're asked to do, it's it's on him to continue to grow and uh, and show us what he's made of. So I trust in Czech, I trust in Lamps, and I think that uh, whatever decision they make is obviously the reason that they're in charge of Chelsea and, and we're sitting back enjoying the matches. But uh, I'm interested to see what happens of it nonetheless. Yeah, same. Jordan, did you believe Frank Lampard when he said that um, he was uh, fully backing Kepa last night? Jordan? <laughs> okay, I think we've lost him. <laughs> this is crazy scenes. Yeah, he'll um, pop back in eventually, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he must be on his 4G again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we can talk about that. Do we believe Frank Lampard? I'm not so sure I did. <laughs> yeah, you know, Frank's not the best with a poker face, is he? No, not really. Um, <laughs> I feel like I actually do think with him. Actually, I think he tries really hard. Like he tries, he, he's not been sucked into talking about Mendy. At the end of the day, he said, "You know, it's not my player to talk about." You know, um, but I, yeah, I felt like maybe he was just, you know, trying not to to have a pop really at Kepa. I feel like. Uh, I think I think he's a bit disheartened with him, and I think he's gonna. I think he will continue to try and push him, and 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 uh, start. I think he's obviously going to start on Sunday. I'd be really surprised if he didn't. Um, but I just don't know that the confidence is there, and and if Kepper is achieving what Frank is really needing from him right now. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I'm really interested to see what happens. And uh, I will say this, that I, overall, while there's still a lot of things that need to continue to change, I thought defensively we were a lot more sound this match. Uh, and that was a big yes. topic for people as well. You know, with I thought Christensen played pretty well for all intents and purposes. I thought um, Zuma was well. Obviously, Reese James with a, a fantastic goal, but also a great defensive and uh, performance, very um able to be you know kind of all over the pitch and, and filling in where we needed him which I thought was great so lots of positives to grow on yeah and actually I agree with you um I didn't think the defense did an awful lot wrong yesterday I feel like with um uh, I did the same as you I thought Christensen looked more settled he didn't look like such a rabbit caught in headlights um Zoom where I think is you know by far our best Defender at the moment. Hello. And uh, oh, <laughs> you're mate, I don't know what happened there. I'd asked you a question. I just thought yeah, rude. <laughs> I, I was I was literally going to give you a really good up. Well, what I thought was a decent answer, but but let's go back. Let's go back. I do go. What was, where, where did you drop out at? I can't even remember. Was no, it about you, Kepa? You basically asked me, did you believe Lampard? Um, I did That's and I right. didn't. With Lampard, I, I find that he's not one of them people that will bash his players and on the press. He's not like a Jose. Um, I think he understands the confidence side. But if you as a if you as a player or a goalkeeper or any any sort of player or whatever, and you conceded nineteen um, out outside outside the box goals since you started in two thousand and eighteen more than any other goalkeeper. And has conceded nine in the past thirteen overall shots on target you faced. You'd 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 be asking yourself <laughs> in the mirror. You need to sort it out. Well, and not only that, the fact that he could have got to that. Yeah, I, I, don't he could have got. To that I'm not a scapegoat at all, and you can have bad views on players, or you can have really good views. But right now. There's not really anything good to say about Kepa. I love him to pieces I think as, word... a, as, as a player. You know, when he first ever come, he's Frankfurt. He was the hero of that penalty shootout. But from that point onwards after, I don't know what's happened. I think as well, I think the other stat that flew up on Sky last night was um, the eight clean sheets in 33 games. Yeah. And I literally was just like, it's oh. It's astonishing shit. for a club like us that have been so so successful especially in the last, and last we've decade. Had, yeah, we've had some really amazing well, goalkeepers, haven't we? So yeah. um, whether it kind of stands out a little bit more on that because we've been spoiled. But um, as Walker said, though, the first season, I actually thought, yeah, everyone's sort of saying about his height, but, he, you know, he seems to leap and he wants to get to everything. And, he, you know, he's just there's something that's happened to him. And I don't know whether it is just a confidence thing. Maybe it's a personal life thing. Whatever it is, I feel like he has got to dig very deep now. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think I also get the feeling that, um, in a way, we were waiting for him to make a mistake. Now, yeah, it's, never really it's sort of like, like written in the stars every single time he's on the time uh, time sheet, <laughs> line up sheet. <laughs> um, sorry, that's work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, every single time he's in a lineup, I I do get very very worried. I, I'm more worried about him being in goal than our defence, in my opinion. Well, and funny actually, when you had dropped out, um, we had just sort of moved on to the defence. Uh, what was your thinking on it? Because actually, I'm interested to hear what you think about them after um, not hearing what we've said now. 
Uh, what you you mean? What what I thought of the defense last night? Yeah, how did you think they did last night? I thought we did okay. We was a little bit shaky at some points, but not being funny, like um, we we're always shaky in the first five minutes. I don't know what it is until we. <laughs> Honestly, I, that's what I feel, anyways. But you know, shaking like a shitting Re- dog. Reese James, <laughs> <laughs> right back, always for me. I, I love Asby, and he is our captain. But I just, he's lost his legs a little bit, and I thought before he got injured um, against Arsenal in the final, um, his legs. Thing is, he's inconsistently good in terms of being able to chase down a fast winger. If you understand where mm. I'm coming from, whereas Reece James is just a tank, and I just oh, I always loved him there. Zuma for me yesterday was oh, I thought he was quality. Um, Alonso is right; he's making a good few tackles and stuff. But um, I think when Silva's back in, I think it's going to be um well for my preferred back four to be uh James Silva Zuma and Chilwell yeah um we have to probably give a little shout out to uh Tarek Lamptey don't we oh, because mate, he, he had Alonso, yeah Alonso did not cope with him and I don't know where Brighton found that kid but he was brilliant last night <laughs> <laughs> I mean mate, I, I, said, I, said, okay. I said on the preview um, his pace will, is going to cause us a problem, and it did. So, mm. um, and yeah. and do we do we think that maybe then that if if he was up against Chilwell yesterday that that might not have been the case? I think it would have been a little Chilwell bit harder. I think containing. I think it would have been harder for Lamptey, but I still think it would have caused us. Yeah, he's pretty quick, isn't he? He, he? For me, you know that boy in his nut for I. I'm good enough for first-team football. I am going to play first-team football, whether it's for you lot or another team. And for me, him moving to Brighton, um, he did the... He did a... An, uh, hang on, I've lost my train of thought, Ian. Right? <laughs> <One second. laughs> he, for me, so that's it, that's it. I'm, I'm back in the room, right? So uh, um, he said to himself that he was first-team quality, whether that's for Chelsea or another team. He moved to Brighton and he is doing absolutely amazing. Since he got into that line, in, into that lineup for Brighton, he's going he's, he's gonna to keep flourishing. And if he keeps doing it, he's going to be one of, our, one of the uh, league's best right-backs. Uh, behind uh, behind uh, genuinely... three games... Yeah, good, good caveat there. Uh, I like, um, I like the fact that actually he seems quite consistent in his performances. Um, I'm, I can't say that I was uh, too happy with him going. I felt like you know you'd been given your chance at Arsenal. You'd shown what you could do. He was amazing against Arsenal, um, and I genuinely thought, okay, maybe he could be ready to now fight for a place or potentially go on loan, get some games under his belt and come back. And I feel like it was a bit too easy to leave. Yeah, I just... <laughs> it, it, I, think, I, I didn't know whether he had the balls to fight or whether he just thought, do you know what, I, I do believe in myself and I think it's going to take too long at Chelsea. I mean, we, we'll never know, I don't think. I don't think I'd we'll love to know. hear from Lampard if he wanted him to go. Mm. I'd love to. I'd love to hear it. 
I almost feel like with um, uh, his dad being his agent, I felt that was a lot to do with it. And um, I think he just sought that opportunity and just thought, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> as we said, fight or flight. And I think it was easier to leave and go to a club like Brighton where actually he's probably going to be a star. Yeah, for sure. Um, whether, whether we end up buying him back in a few years is going to be another thing. <laughs> <laughs> we love doing that. Well, uh, yeah. Maybe it, it could happen, but I think Reese James is going to be our, our right back for a long time. Yeah, no, I do too. And I actually agree with both of you when you say that actually James is now going to be um, pretty much cemented, I think. Well, I, I think. I think. What, do we be... think that maybe Dave will get cup games and Walker? Yes. Yeah. And I also think we'll see Dave at some point play centre back. Do you? Oof. That's interesting. That'd be... I won't say it would be. I don't think that. it'll be any for the big matches, but I think that we'll definitely see I think if we played three at the back. Here. If we played three at the back, I reckon you'd see him at centre back. I'm really surprised by that. I don't. I don't know whether if we've got Silver and Zuma, and I don't know if Tamori's staying or not. Nobody has really a clue about that situation. Um, I don't know that Dave gets in front of any of them. I guess we'll see, won't we? We've we've been yeah. a squad that uh, unfortunately has had some injury problems over the years, and I think that having that depth. It's huge, you know. I don't. I won't. Uh, I think a fully healthy Chelsea squad of this season, the depth into all positions is really fantastic. You know. So we're, oh, we're... absolutely. I think it was mentioned in the in the preview to the game with um, Ash Jordan and Chris, where they were talking about, um, you know, in Lampard's time, there was like two for every position. Yeah. And and I feel like that's what Lampard is trying to achieve now. I feel like he knows that. You need that competition to stop you being so lazy, to make you really want it, to make you work hard. And if he can achieve that, that is going to be incredible because that only bodes well for us because, you know, if you play badly, you get hooked because that guy behind you is literally ready to go. Yep. And I I don't see anything wrong with that. I think actually that is exactly how a club should be. For sure. Um. I feel like another elephant in the room that we need to discuss is uh, Ruben. Yeah. And you've already alluded to it earlier, Jordan, where you were saying about him not releasing that ball earlier. I just, and, uh, I, I just he, last night he, he was off so off pace and it is really shit to see because I really like him. It, I love do him. you know what reminded me of it is... It reminds me of Space Jam when Michael Jordan loses all of his amazing <laughs> powers. But instead of aliens, yeah, that did this, <laughs> it was that really shit injury that he had, which was in a, a really shit game that was pointless. And yeah, that was the worst thing I about just, it. I, I, I don't know. It's just confidence is gone and I don't know what the answer is for him to get his mojo back. But I really hope that he does, and that he he's only in the headlines for positive reasons, because there's a lot of oh, people out there yeah. talking about, about the negativity. Him. Yeah, I just... sorry, Walker. What did you say? 
I said positivity without the negativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the positivity without the negativity that you do see. <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I just, I just feel I just, like I, I was really annoyed at Sky last night because oh, we know how bad they are anyway. I mean, geez, if you're not City, Liverpool, or United, they really don't care about you. But um, I feel like. They did a whole feature on how bad Ruben was mm. and didn't even mention his injury. Now, he hasn't just had one injury, but one of those injuries kept him out for 13 months. Yeah. That is a whole season and some. And, you know, you don't expect that to have some kind of psychological effect on him. He had him. so he, many he, setbacks as well. Yeah, I mean, he's had to literally fight his way through injury after injury and... It's going to have a psychological effect. Now, yes, I understand that, you know, this is football. This is his job. This is – but I feel like they were really out of line last night. I felt like they were just attacking him and not giving any kind of thought to how his career has, has gone so far. Mm. Um, yes, okay, you could argue that he may now be a little bit more injury-prone. You could argue that, actually, he's um, – He's taken a knock in his confidence. I just you, really you know, hope he doesn't turn into a Jack Wilshire or Owen Hargreaves. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and his and career goes off yeah. the boil and then three years' time he could be sitting in the championship. I'm not saying that's going to happen or that he's so much better than any championship club, but I just hope that doesn't happen in order for him to be able to play first-team football every single game, which I don't think he's going to be able to do the way he's playing. I want to see, yeah, I want to see that tank. I do, That one that I is do. just driving forward, scaring yeah. the shit out of people yeah. because you really do not want him coming at you. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's in, it is in him. It's still in him. It's just, it's just it trying is. to get that out of him again now, I think. And do, does it knock his confidence then to not get the next game yes but can we afford to 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 risk that in the next game probably not oh you know the opponents are so much better than what we faced last night and i don't think there's any way that pulisic doesn't start against liverpool i think that that was a wise move keeping him out but i don't yeah i do too any any way that pulisic won't start did he did he get any minutes today against wimbledon i haven't seen did silva play today uh, well, at one point I looked and he hadn't got on, uh, so I don't actually know, to be fair. I'm going to look it but, up now. Huh? Yeah, I just feel like with, um, I think if Pulisic has been having problems in training and didn't get any minutes today, then I don't know whether we're risking him. And I don't want that because I feel like a fully fit comeback for the rest of the season Pulisic is what we need not a half-baked well let's just throw him on and see what happens I think that will be detrimental I like how Victor Moses played today yes I saw that actually yeah I saw that he played um do we think he uh he gets a place on a bench I really liked Moses Drinkwater played too, so I wouldn't say that that necessarily. Straight <laughs> <laughs> pro coming in hard. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not sure I'm down with that one. <laughs> Shem will be happy. The comeback is on. Drink yeah, water. No. Oh, 
Jim, you're going to be absolutely. Oh, what's he going to do now? Because he's thinking about getting a Barclay tattoo to match his drink water one. <laughs> he's, he's going to be uh, split loyalties now this season. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah, I just feel like a bit with RLC that it's um, again another Kepa situation. It's a do better, or you're you're risking not not being in the side and. Uh, it, it pains me because I really want him to do well, as I do Kepa. I, I would much yeah. rather that steps up and and is what we need him to be. But yeah, I feel like there's. I don't know whether a loan would be better for Ruben. I. I don't know. I I really. It's a hard for for me. It's a hard one to put anything on it um, or what's going to help him get his confidence back. Um, I think the loan alone is probably the best option. I love him to peace. I'm not chucking it out. Like He was like, after 2018-19 uh, season, after Hazard, he was probably arguably our second best player. And I just, yeah. to gone from that to now, and I know there was a, nearly, nearly a career-ending injury. Um, but, you know... That that's what happens to players in football. Unfortunately, yeah. they can unfortunately have these bad times. And like, look at Falcao. He was like a phenomenal world class striker for years and years. Goes and does his ACL and then goes off the boil for. And I think yeah. And actually, you saying that doesn't that doesn't Zuma deserve so much credit oh, for look the way he's come back from his. Yeah, he literally. I never obviously we. I'll never forget me, that injury either. <laughs> uh, that was no, a bad injury. Him, 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 and Ibrahimovic did exactly the same thing. Jumped up, come back down, and their knee uh, hyperextended, and both done their recent ACLs. But, and I think as well, see, I think we did him a massive favor, which uh, at the time. I thought it was a little bit backward to be sending him to Everton. But as it turns out, mm. he played a lot of games. He grew in confidence and we got him back. I think, you know, the Zuma that I would love, I really. Playing, I think playing for Stoke as well, being uh, an, uh, <laughs> a pretty hard, um, ruthless yeah. rugby team. Um, mm. I think that helped his, I know he's already a beast, but I think that helped him be able to distribute his weight against people in my opinion yeah, I must have been been like, I, I, it's a good loan for him as well he had a good game last night as well and mm-hmm. I feel like no, he is fully deserving to be partnering with Silver if Silver yeah. is going to be yeah definitely the majority I, I love that Silver and his family were watching the match and supporting us last night that was cool that is, honestly they make me smile so much because they're TikTok with the removal of PSG for their, uh, you know, to show their Chelsea shirts. And then they just seem so gassed to be, <laughs> like, living this. And, you know, when you just think, this is the sort of stuff, though, like we're saying about, the, you know, the younger ones and the way they're interacting on social media. They're all ribbing each other. There's banter left, right and centre. You know, it's got a good feel about it. Equally, for Silver to be there and for everyone to just be so damn excited yeah. is it's just it's just it's all good vibes in my in my opinion. And I think that I reckon his you know, wife's if... gassed because she's moved from Milan fashion capital to Paris fashion capital to London. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she's just gas gas. I feel like I feel like you've gone down the woman route there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only joke, man. She seems happy and obviously. 
you if your partner made such a sick move that you know, at the end of their career, you're going to be gassed, in uh, you know, proves how, proves how good yeah. he is. So, yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and I think that people that are a little bit worried about his age, I don't think they should be. I think that he, well, PSG fell apart, didn't they? First well, game okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where it proves he weren't there, do you know what I mean? And I feel like uh, in that situation, they've lost a leader and yeah. we've gained one. So I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, how awesome. do you think... Um, oh, sorry, go on. This is totally random, but did you guys see... I don't remember who did it. Maybe maybe the Telegraph or some paper read it up probably well, 10 days ago, maybe, um, that uh, Neymar apparently encouraged Silver to join Chelsea. I thought that was interesting. Apparently, he said mm. something along the lines of the, Never the, seen the that. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, I mean, who yeah. knows? You know how it goes with, the, with these things. But it was something that I read um, probably, again, 10, 11 days ago, and I just thought that was interesting to see. If, if, if that, we'll never know. But if that was the case, that's a pretty interesting topic I thought that is yeah and what an interesting conversation that must have been <laughs> to even get to that that's um yeah very interesting um so what well, who who was the standout for you last night oh, I, I, you mean out of in terms of the whole squad in terms of new yeah. signings or... no no I just think in terms of the game last night who stood out for you for me Kante for me yeah did you both say Kante? I thought Kante. No, I thought Kante was back to his normal machine-like self. Um, oh, he was even he was, going up for headers. You love to see he it. He was just everywhere. Cypher, and he there he is. <laughs> I literally love him. For anyone that says sell him needs to give their head a wobble and stop sniffing acid. Like, <laughs> he's, cause I just I don't care if he's thirteen. He's getting these odd knocks here and there. That's that's what happens in football. And I understand that, you know, the more knocks you're going to get, the the longer you're going to go out, especially you're not going to be able to sort of, what's it called, recover quicker when you get older. But he's just he's just unreal. He's literally well, unreal. Well, then the flip side to that is what we've just said about um, Ruben. So actually, uh, Kempe's had to deal with a lot less and come back far quicker and... Yeah. Uh, he, he really performed last night. I, I love Kante. I love the fact that he's literally five foot and just goes up for headers. But like, what, zero fucks given. What I must say about Kante, just quickly, I'll let Walker explain his reasons for who he picked, Werner. But oh, what I want to say is that this season and the the amount of football that we've got, and then you got to think, if, if COVID doesn't like uh, prolong the season... Uh, we've also got a Euros straight after, and I just, yeah. I just hope, just hope that we not wrap him in um, bubble wrap or protection film or whatever you want to call it, but just look after him and don't burn him out. Yeah, that well-known protection film you can buy. <laughs> just don't, just, <laughs> just don't, just don't, just don't burn him out. Just oh, that's that's yeah. all I ask. Just we've got. We've got the players, we've got Kovacic, we've got Jorginho, we've got Gilmore when he's back. The, the, the games that we don't really need to play Kante, just be careful and look after the geezer because 
he's unreal and I love him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, same. I think he's got an absolute great spirit about him. Yeah. He's just, he, he is happiness personified, that yeah. guy. Yeah. I literally look at him and I just smile. And yeah. uh, he just is like to come back yesterday and just be absolutely running around the way he does and just doing his very Kante um, game was just incredible to see because I must admit I was one of those people that was a little bit worried about him he seemed to be picking up something after something after something and that concerned me a little bit but uh, I was delighted to see him last night yeah for sure so Walker, you were going for Werner were you? Yeah, I just thought that I was really impressed uh, overall with his work rate. You know, I thought that he did well not to get too frustrated with some of the um, things that we discussed, you know, like Loftus-Cheek yeah. and Barkley and them not, not looking to play the ball a little earlier. I, uh, just to stop you quickly, Walker, I think uh, Jordan's decided to make himself a dream. No, I haven't done anything. <laughs> was it you, I heard, Walker? <laughs> no, I heard something. I thought it was the microwave, to be honest with you. No, do you know what it was? I'll be deadly honest. I've tried to sit in here quiet, dark, yeah, and the missus just went to go walk through the back door, through the French door, in the room where I'm sitting in, and... Just <laughs> Mate, I'm literally going to leave. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that's that's Not what happened. So I closed the door because it was left open. We're, we're gonna wrap it up anyway, but I just wanted to let you know that uh, Gemma is now gonna have your head. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's just featured on a podcast. She's gonna be gassed. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Walker, Bernard. Now I'm not distracted by Jordan and Gemma having a fight. <laughs> 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 I think for me, he just had a, a wonderful work rate. You know, I thought that uh, he was he was quick to every ball. Like I said, he did well just to keep his energy up. I um, was really excited to see him out there. I think that he's going to be so class, especially when he when they do figure out how to get him the ball uh, in stride and, and let him fully run on the goal. Uh, I think we have a wonderful player and uh, really looking forward to a bright season. So all I want is him to hit the ground running versus Liverpool. I think yeah, that would be definitely, so awesome. definitely. Oh, yeah. I feel I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I Well, I had two. I think Reese James deserved a, a very special shout for a standout last night. Um, I think he's he started well, and I'm hoping he's going to build on that. And like we've all said, kind of solidify his spot in the team and just build, grow, and be the versatile beast that he is um, with absolute thunderbolts. Like that. As soon as I saw that go in, it just reminded me of Tamori against Wolves. Yeah. But yeah, I was just I like, oh, oh, Do you know what it reminds me like, of hey. as well? It's like Reese James has got almost a Giuliano Belletti strike on him. Ah, uh, well, yeah, he has. Yeah, he's literally. <laughs> it's arms they're out both, and he just throws right his whole body. Just, yeah, unreal. Absolutely unreal. And just adding on to Walker's little thing quickly about Werner against Liverpool and hoping he hits it off, I do as well, just so it shoves it straight in Robbie Savage's face as well for what he said about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Carragher oh, last night yeah. telling everybody they don't need a Werner in their side, so it'd be lovely if Idiots, he shows them what they're actually they, Idiots. They should have just and I really, that And I really hope we beat them as well or don't lose against them. I, I, I can't be mm. dealing with another... Um, What's it called? Altercation with my stepdad, Southern Scouse. Yeah. 
I won't say. <laughs> I won't. I won't kind. say the last word. Southern Scouse. <laughs> sea bomb. Yeah. Um, uh, I think also Bernard. I think also his interview afterwards didn't that just show uh, how mature and ready he is for this challenge because he, you know, he came out. He did have um, some strapping and some ice on his leg. I don't. He, you know, he didn't look too concerned. I don't think anybody's too concerned about yeah. that. And when they asked him if he would be fit for Liverpool. He was like, for these games, you're always fit. I thought, what a great attitude. And he walked away smiling. And um, that is that is the kind of attitude I love. And I feel like he is going to be uh, a really good player for us. And I think he's going to be inspirational, to be fair. Yes, yeah, I, I totally agree, sis. Uh, so I do just want to ask you, I want to ask you one last question before we do uh, say goodbye. Um Having now seen everybody apart from four teams, because they didn't have to play, um, do we have a feeling on who's going to go down? I reckon West Ham. Uh, yeah. Definitely West Ham. I reckon. Fulham. Yeah, Fulham, West Ham. Um, who else did I say the other day? Can't remember what it is now. I, I reckon it's just going to be. Oh, oh, West Brom as well. I think West Brom will oh. stay up. I think they'll surprise people. Do you? Do, do you? Really? Do I look at their team yeah. and think, nah, that is still definitely champion. This like looks like a Huddersfield. Like it just doesn't eat out of me and think, you know, like, I just don't know. I think signing Ivanovic is a madness. That is amazing. Yeah. I'm really gutted that we're not in the stands because what a welcome home he would have got uh, playing at the bridge. Yeah. Exactly. When 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 is the home fixture? I can't that, even remember. I can't. No, I can't either. But I did think to myself. Obviously, you know, we're not even a hundred percent sure that October is going to go ahead, um, even at reduced capacity. And I just thought, do you know what? I just, oh, I just hope that he can feel some love from us because what a player he was for us. Yes, he was absolutely phenomenal. I I love that man. Well, if if COVID doesn't mess this up, yeah, and it doesn't. And they allow us, and we listen to rules and all that shit. Uh, the third of April. <laughs> all that shit. The third of April next year is Chelsea West Brom at Stamford Bridge. So. Oh, oh! I really hope we get to do that. That will be well, amazing. It'd be nice to get Branner there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I think it would get such a nice welcome back. Sure. Um, my my three to go down, I think, are same as you, Fulham and uh, West Ham. I think there's so much going on at West Ham that's just not been properly divulged yet. That yeah, even their legends are saying, like, get the board out. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a madness. And now they've put up Frank Lampard around the stadium and the fans are going nuts. I mean, that is scenes I love to yeah, see. Yeah, like, literally, like, West they... they <laughs> do you know what they remind me of? Obviously, they're not as accessible at all. But West Ham just they 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 don't give a shit about football, the boards, yeah. and they remind me of Real Madrid. And I don't mean the quality, so don't jump down my throat, people, when you hear me say this. <laughs> but I just mean in in general terms, they are a business. They ain't the football family loving team. Like that's what I feel anyway. I just I feel like no, they've I gone ahead like, and just like done they what they wanted to do about their team, about their fans, and well, nah, I don't I don't like him nah. anyway. So if you support West Ham, you're an idiot. So <laughs> <laughs> you and the wheels in the house go round. Um, so <laughs> who said that? 
<laughs> I think um I think no, I think the same. I think Chelsea could never well I'm Roman. Yeah, exactly. Um uh and I'm not sure about the third. I'm uh, I don't know. Did you guys see that a bunch of people were talking up online today about Bale and Deli Alley might be doing a switch? <laughs> Are you joking? No, I'm serious. Seriously. Oh my god. They're not going to like Deli Alley over there if they don't like Bale. Bale's got them trophy. One of the biggest knobs in football, and <laughs> how he, how is, how, how is he gonna? Nah, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have that. No, 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 I know, no. I'm not chucking that in your face, but I'm just saying he does not deserve Real Madrid. Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's being covered everywhere, like gold. The Telegraph. Ma- if you watch All or Nothing, if you watch that, the guy's attitude—it proves it. Oh, which is why I think he probably should go there because he'll get bought down a peg or two well, for sure. They, there's that. Can, there's that. Yeah. If they can beat Bale the way they have, well, and that guy has actually scored goals that has won them like leagues, I just I despair. Well, if, uh... Sergio, Sergio Ramos is gonna would slap him up, man. <laughs> that would actually be I'd want to watch that all or nothing if he went there that would be amazing the, uh, <laughs> it might be all the, and everything <laughs> what was the uh, Sevilla defender that we were looking at uh, Sergio uh, what's his name Reggie Long yeah he went to Tottenham yeah. today too I, I saw huh? he went to who to Spurs he had what Dundee yeah, or apparently they were saying in the group this morning. I didn't see it, but Luke uh, or Ash, someone said that that Spuds had signed him. Oh, I hope they were joking. Um, <laughs> I really hope they were joking. I, I'm so looking then. forward to, to to Frank and Jose again this season. I cannot oh, wait to smash first. Please, can we do it twice again just to really boil Jose's piss? Because all this uh, documentary, I'm only up to like episode four, and all this documentary has done is talk about how close they are I can't to us. You guys actually watch that shit. Oh, it is comedy. It is absolutely brilliant, Walker. If you can get hold of it, then I suggest you watch it because I've never seen anything so funny. They are literally gassed about being like 14 points behind us. Think, you know, so. These are different levels we're seeing right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, we better wrap the, Yeah, roll on November. Oh, God, I hope we do get to go. Um, really do. Uh, thank you guys for joining me tonight. No, um, Absolutely. I think we've uh, I think we've smashed uh, our thoughts quite adequately. Um, While Jordan okay. got yelled at, too. Yeah, that is the honestly standout moment for this podcast. Stay on, guys, please. Because if I have to go off, I'm going to get beat. <laughs> I'm going to text her in a minute and tell her to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much, guys. I didn't put my warning out at the beginning that there might have been some. Oh, yeah, but... that, I apologize for my potty mouth tonight. Well, to be honest, fuck it. We can't help it. It just happens. Guys, know though there is going to be a uh, pre-game uh, podcast, uh, which we're hoping to do Friday. I think ready for the Sunday game against Liverpool. It's a biggie, so we want to do that. I think five of us are going to be on it, uh, make a bit of a, a thing of it, um, and so uh, make sure you tune in for that too. As always, please give us your feedback. Like I said earlier, we actually don't know whether we're doing this right or wrong unless you tell us. And we are more than happy to take on some constructive criticism on the chin. Um, 
So thank you, Walker. I know you've taken time out of your busy schedule today of work to join us. Um, thanks yeah, for the thank time you, zone. And thank you, Jordan. Amazing as always. Um, uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And obviously, let us know what you think. And just, Take just, care, just lastly, just oh, lastly, great. just lastly. And the return of Kepa Quizabalaga is on Friday. So, hey, I might be involved for that one. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Take care, guys. Love you. See you a bit. Up the trails. Bye. Right. Bye bye. Good night.